0: Welcome to Pierce the Podcast, I'm Mike.
1: And this is Orlando, and we're on episode 205. Yeah. I'm a little uneasy about this one, Mike. Not yeah. gonna lie.
0: Yeah. Because, so every episode, we come into the episode and he hands me like the, all the notes that he's kind of been prepping and preparing. I'm like a so, producer. So I go in, I go in blind. I'm like, all right, what are we talking about today? And I usually am just kind of reading ahead as we're talking. Um, and uh, we, th- today we were going to have an interview, right? We were, we were, so... Pro Duo Flippers, which are awesome people,
1: David and his wife were gonna be on the podcast. It was gonna be our interview that was gonna be dropping today when you're listening to this podcast. But unfortunately, he has COVID, and so he can't, you know, be in the same room space, and so he's unable to do the interview with his wife. And so we said, hey, well, let's reschedule. And uh, I uh, best of luck. Hopefully, everything works out. Hopefully, he recovers quickly and uh totally understandable and you know this just happened i mean i think it's been less than a little more than 24 hours so but you know we're in the midst of craziness which we're going to talk about and so
0: mike and i didn't have a chance to regroup and go hey what are we doing for this episode right yeah and so i was like you know what um i know i mean i'm not doing all of the the amazon retail arbitrage stuff but i know orlando is crushing it out there that's kind of his this time of the year Trying to even get a hold of Orlando. Actually, that's not true. He's always responsive. I'm the one that's never responsive. But but he he's working like crazy. And so it's like, what if I just kind of ask you some questions about how things are going, some tips that you might have, what you're already seeing? Because right now, when this episode drops, it's we're we're just past the the Black Friday. We're going into Cyber Monday. And, you know, people are still trying to figure out what is this, what is reselling look like this Q4 because it's different because we're noticing that everything in the world is different and things I mean we just talked about are the person we were going to interview having COVID and people are not going out and so the world looks different now and so uh, Orlando doesn't have notes to go by we're just going to kind of free flow this Uh, but I think that's good I think it's good for us to kind of timely uh, information about what resellers can be doing how they can be capitalizing on the uh, current situation that we're in Uh, trends that we're seeing, how sales are doing, what it's like uh, doing even Black Friday shopping. Because one thing I noticed, I didn't do Black Friday shopping as it were, uh, but uh, we did go to Target on Black Friday and a couple of other stores. We did. Yeah. Well, the reason we went is it just happened to be we needed some stuff and it was like, well, let's go out. And it was amazing. Like it was, there was nobody there. I mean, it was like a normal, like I I expected. um, It's so weird. Yeah. I went, I went like, you know, probably like nine o'clock, 9.30. So it wasn't like, I was definitely not like there when potential door busters would have been there, but I don't think there were even those kinds of lines. But when we got there and we pulled into the parking lot, it was relatively empty. But what was really frustrating is my wife, a couple of days before, had ordered several things from the Target website, right? Because they're having good sales. Um, And some of the things weren't sale items, it's just stuff we needed. Like we wanted some stuff to organize and and organize my son's room because he just had his birthday. And so he's got all these new toys. And so she bought some like storage bins and stuff online and was going to pick them up and a shirt. She was trying to exchange and get a different size shirt for him. And as we were getting ready to go there, we're getting all these messages of like targets out of stock targets out of stock. Really? And I was like, wait a minute. Like we already ordered these, like we were supposed to go pick them up. And so we get there and they had like two of the seven things we ordered. The rest, they said, sorry, we don't have them. They're out of stock. Even though they showed in stock when we ordered them for the pickup. well, we're walking the the aisles and we notice the stuff's there that they said wasn't there. And so I'm thinking if I was doing this for reselling, if I'm like, all right, I'm going to order this stuff. Because that was the big thing a lot of these places were saying, like you can order the things ahead of time and basically just do pickup. You could even, they they had a, a booth out front where you can kind of walk up to the booth. They'd bring the stuff that you purchase out to the booth. Oh, it's beautiful. I'll talk about that in a moment here. But if I was, I would imagine that if you were buying stuff for reselling purposes. And so you order a bunch of things and they say, sorry, we're out of stock and you just take their word for it. Not realizing that I don't know if it's just laziness on their part that they don't want to go in and actually check. Uh, but what, what's your experience been with those booths?
1: So this is just, you know, we're talking about, you know, retail arbitrage and how to be, I guess this is like how to be successful in Q4 in the midst of Q4, which we've titled episodes like that before. So one of the things I do love about the store that shall not be named in the retail space, is their drive up. It is so nice. I, I strongly recommend if you're doing RA, don't even step into the store unless you get messages that they're out of stock. Cause one of the things I've been doing the last two weeks is, you know, I, I find, you know, I, I do search Amazon and I find, you know, what's hot and what's out of stock. And again, the key thing, I always say this with Amazon is Amazon's your biggest competitor. So you want to make sure that if you pick up an item, it's something that Amazon is constantly out of stock because if they're in stock, they may be stock all of Q4. I have an item right now that they were out of stock two weeks ago and I bought a ton of that item and I sent it in and they've been in stock for two weeks. So I'm waiting, but hey, we, we're we still not at you know the massive wave of sales, that which you would think we were, but we're still not there. We still have a few more days until that actually begins to happen. But well, going back to the targets, oh, the target space, the store that shall not be named.
0: So that might be a little bit too much of a mouthful. The store that should not be named in the retail space. <laughs> no, it's it actually I think the target space. It actually should be the retail
1: store that should not be <laughs> named. It just, I forget to put that first word in the beginning. That's my problem. Sure. So it's been beautiful because I will find something and I'll just, you know, five stores. I'll say, I want this quantity and you got to be careful because they do put quantity limits, but it's really, it's really easy work around. You put how much you're picking up. And if it gives you a quantity limit, you just order that. And then you just reorder and you're fine. Now, the one thing that will happen, which happened to me last year is my target circle. Do you have target circle? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I do. You you're suspended, right? I, I'm banned. Yeah. yeah. So, so I lost all of that and I don't want to, I don't want to argue the point because, you know, I'm a pretty familiar looking guy. I mean, that's one of the, one of the things I don't like about, I mean, there's a lot of things I love about my goatee. One of the things I don't like is that people recognize me, like, which has been nice because when I've gone to stores, not, not just target, but I've gone to other stores, they're like, Hey, I remember you, you're in the system. And so I don't have to wait for them to go, Hey, do you have your sellers permit? Blah, blah. They know who I am. They ask for my phone number and it's good to go. All right. Getting to the point. So you, over all those items and literally it is beautiful because no one uses drive up much at least out here
0: right yeah no it's true I mean it's weird how things are shifting like the fact that you you can you're doing your research on Amazon from home Mm -hmm. you're able to go through the store online through Target or whatever store you're looking stuff up so the days I don't know if the days are going to be completely gone but you're already seeing a shift from having to go into the store and scan things to you can do it at home and drive up and Mm -hmm. get it brought to your car, right? Like it's, it's amazing that we're moving to a culture and part of it is the pandemic and, and a lot of companies are adjusting and shifting. Uh, but I think that once a lot of these things are in place, they don't go away. Right? Drive up has already kind of been a thing. More and more people are starting to use it, but you're right. It's not being utilized so much that, that it's actually slowing you down. It might it's actually be speeding you up.
1: Well, and here's the thing, right? You usually have to wait in a line. The drive up is so easy and, and it's the same with other retailers. But you hit this, uh, I'm on my way. So sometimes when you're in that store, you hear the, uh, like, and that basically tells the employee, I would, I would not like to be a Pavlov, a Pavlov dog in the store. Like that, that thing, you must have nightmares in the middle of the night. The, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The little beep beep or whatever sound that is. Mm-hmm. So as soon, I think as soon as you hit, I'm on my way, cause I've, I did it in front of an employee because they had to get the code again. It triggered that sound. And then when you arrived, I think there's a different sound. But it's nice because I may be two minutes away. I say, I'm on my way. I park. There's no one around. No one's been around. Seriously, it's been, you would think, and amongst the Black Friday, that there'd be a lot of people. No, it's, it's, it is, I will say it's strange. <sighs> and then as soon as I say, I'm here, I would say the longest I waited for anyone was maybe two minutes, maybe two minutes. I would say within, it was scary at times, within 10, 10 seconds, I see them out there with the cards bringing all my stuff to me. And, you know, I feel kind of weird. I'm out there with my huge white cargo van. I open it and luckily I have boxes already made. So tip real quick, I always have boxes made to put inventory in. So it's not sliding around when you have to make turns or, you know, run away from people, or whatever it is. And you know I'll open it, and sometimes they'll ask me like, "What's this all for? Is this for charities for donate?" How I still get those questions. It just drives me crazy.
0: And I and I that's when you just like I just nod, say it's for Christmas. I'll say it's for Christmas, or you could just nod and grunt. Uh huh. Not grunt. and just uh, uh-huh. I'm like no, I'm less <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And
1: so they bring it out, and here's the nice thing about it. Number one, you don't have anybody stopping you from making a purchase right? That's one of the things, you know, they've actually have stuff out there, right? On their shelves saying that we do not sell to resellers, limited quantities. If you do the drive up, I've never once been quite, I've never had anybody hesitate. And usually it's, it's, uh, what do you call it? Seasonal workers, Mm -hmm. right? It's not a manager. It's not a supervisor. Usually a seasonal worker that's just trying to make the quick buck over the holidays. And so they don't, you know, it doesn't matter to them too much. So, in and out, really quick, able to hit five stores within an hour, as long you know, depending where you are geographically, without ever stepping foot in a store. Now, I will say, I do go in the store and scan though.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say it's probably important because just because you're seeing certain things online, there's gonna be other things that you're you're gonna notice when you're actually in the store. Um, maybe it's something on sale or on clearance or something you might not have thought of, but as you walk by, it, you're like, huh, and you scan it, and you might not have thought because, to be honest the Target website is still, I don't feel like that friendly to like look up items. When it's it, like it's not. Neither yeah, is Walmart. They're yeah, both terrible. Yeah, when you're looking like what's a sale item, it's like you got to go into categories like toys and then inside of toys there's like seven categories you can click on it and then you see, like it. it it's not just like walking down the aisle and you just see everything. But, well, not huh, only that, that, it
1: tells you there's 25 pages but you click and each page has repeat items mm. and sometimes you don't know which ones are the repeat items. Yeah. Yeah. Have you exp- have you noticed that at no, all? Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. And, and uh, I... It seems like they're getting better. Target and Walmart. I mean, one of the things I noticed that a lot of stores did is free shipping for like Black Friday sales. They did like free shipping because yeah. I think they have to compete with Amazon. And so uh, the more these stores are doing that, they've got to. Otherwise, Amazon's going to own the, the, and they already kind of do, but they're going to completely own this Q4 if these stores don't find ways to compete. So they're trying to make their websites better. They're trying to make their it easier to just pull up and get stuff. But one thing I, I kind of found, I'm interested to see what you think about this. So they've been kind of, blasting this idea. And, and maybe the whole door buster thing wasn't um, as big this year. didn't exist. Well, I'll talk about extent. that
1: a little bit. There were door busters before Thanksgiving. Well,
0: and that's what I was going to say. But one thing that I've noticed is you walk around the stores because I, I, I go to Target probably twice a week with my wife. We It's kind of just something fun we do. It's like a date night almost. So we'll even take our son and we just walk the aisles and we usually only have to get like one or two things. But it's just kind of a way for us to get out. And so we go to Target and they've had the you know, all of November pretty much, like Black Friday now sales. But to me, it doesn't seem like those were like their real Black Friday sales. It was like some nice deals here and there, but I feel like every store, like we have a friend who's a manager at Home Depot and he says the same thing. We do a big Black Friday sale, but honestly, some of our best like sales are before Black Friday. Like we just put things on sale. So it doesn't seem like anything new. They were just kind of saying, hey, look, we're trying to spread out Black Friday. But on Black Friday, when we walked Target, it was very clear, even though it wasn't as crowded, this is like Black Friday. Like the things they have in the middle of the aisles and they've got like inside the toy section or inside the, as you walk down the aisles, they've got the stations of like, up oh, here's like the board game station and here's the TV station and here's the, and so I don't really feel like it was that different. Even though they tried to make it seem like Black Friday wasn't going to be special at all. It still seemed like it was a unique day in the retail store. Um, what did you, did you notice so, that? So like
1: there were some strange things. So on Wednesday, I went to, I, I just ended up going to the retail store, I should not be named, just because. Like, I just wanted to see what was there. Because, and I'll talk this in our update episode, but I've really been going to the offline stores. Like, I have not been going to stores that people can use, Tactical Arbitrage or BrickSeek or Zoolert. Do you know about Zoolert? Mm-hmm. So Zoolert tells you when hot items are in stock. The only the only reason I don't use it this year is I signed them for one time on my phone and I kept getting alerts even after Q4 and I couldn't get rid of the alerts. So I'm still hearing about the JoJo Siwa doll that we've all been haunted by, in February, and I'm like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Like I, I don't, just stop, stop alerting me, but it wouldn't stop. So, and but if you, if you, that helps you Zulert, It's, it's a
0: great tool. It's not 100. percent If you want to be spammed with messages,
1: yeah, but it's, it's a great tool. It's kind of it's similar to BrickSeek and tackle Arbitrage, but remember, everybody's using these same tools. Right. And so what I noticed was there were already Black Friday deals there. And it was random. Like you just walk in. It's like Black Friday deal. 50% off. I, at Target, Target, they had 40% off Legos. Right. But this is different for me, this Q4, than ever before. I'm used to buy all kinds of Black Friday items. Remember the Ryan's Piggy Banks last mm-hmm. year? Do you remember what I did with those? I don't. I returned all Did you? All. <laughs> nice. And I, I, I did not want to do the Walk of Shame again. I just did it. I've never returned so much ever in my entire life. You feel,
0: in a lot of ways, almost feel like trying to resell Black Friday things, unless it's like the doorbuster random thing where it's like there's only five of them per store and you're getting a deal that isn't really available to as many people worldwide or, or countrywide. But it's almost like buying things on clearance. When you go to Target or you go to Walmart and you're like, ooh, these items are on clearance... And so you pick a bunch up, but then you realize that market is flooded because yep. everybody across it's the same scenario. And so that's what I feel like the Black Friday sales are. It's like, well, everybody was able to get these video games at 40 percent off. So they're just really cheap. So when a store, when Target or when Walmart does a big sale like that, what I notice is almost this exact same prices were Amazon prices. right? Like Amazon's matching those prices. Oh, they definitely do that. And so yeah. not only that, but people are able to get them for so cheap that resellers who are trying to offload their items that they've already picked up or, they, or they're picking up those items have to compete with these stores because they're still in stock at Target's and Walmart's. So in order to sell out, they're pulling that lever. And so across the board, you don't even have to go to Target to get the Target deal because when Target puts that kind of a deal nationwide, Amazon's going to be matching it. A lot of resellers are going to be matching it because everybody's got to sell at that price or they're not going to be be getting rid of it. So if you see a good deal, you're probably going to get a similar deal on eBay or on you know, Amazon. So you almost have to think outside the box and pick up the stuff that's not on sale, that's still going to be selling.
1: Now, that's not to say that there weren't Black Friday deals out there that were profitable. Right. I mean, there was a handful. It just, it's a little different. I felt that last year that was, I had waited until Black Friday to do Q4. Like I had, I had sent in a bunch of stuff already and I was ready, but I felt that Q4 had already started for me back in November. So black Friday was just like every other day. It was, it was, it was weird. Mm. It was really weird. So, and, and I, you know, I'll share a little bit more on our update episode uh, that's dropping on Wednesday. But part of the thing is, you know, I've been, I've been looking at how, how can I do things different? Because I have had, I've said before, I've had successful Q4s and I've had Q4s where basically I just worked harder for to end up even like I didn't make a lot more money and I, I made some, I still made, it was still profitable, but the amount of hours I put in did not equal the amount of money I probably should have made. So I, I'm really a lot more strategic. Now, let me ask you about eBay. How has eBay been?
0: It's actually been pretty good. Um, And surprisingly, things that that we wouldn't expect, like uh, I picked up those AT&T signs, right? A while oh, back for right. like $5 each. Yeah. I've been selling consistently like two or three a week for the last couple of weeks. Like So real been quick, selling. in case you're wondering, so Mike, you found a bunch of AT&T signs that were vintage. I don't even think they're vintage. I
1: mean, but I guess they're, they're, they're new in box.
0: The, yeah, they're new in box um, and they're AT&T long distance phones. And it looked like something Th- that, that maybe, has to be vintage. What is long yeah, distance I, anymore? I that's true. Um, that maybe would have been attached to like a phone booth or like put up on a, a bus stop or something like just there. It's a strange sign because it even has like the hardware for mounting it to like a pole or something like that. And I picked up several boxes of them. I mean, I, I don't even remember the exact number, but um, I, I bought them all. I just, the guy had them at a garage sales and I just picked them all up and he wouldn't budge on the price much, but I, I got him down to like $5 a sign. And I've been wouldn't selling them. That's like a deal. Well, I mean, it's a deal, but the thing is I was buying all of them. Right. Yeah, I so get it was like, it, I get it, I get it. it was one of those things where like, I'll give you a hundred dollars for all of them. And he's like, I don't know, no, $5 each, that's, uh, that's going to be 185 And I'm like, oh, uh, okay. I, how about, I how about like 140 for all of them, right? Like I'm trying to do the yeah, all of them thing. Yeah. And it was like, no, no, $5 each, right? So like, that's what I was was able to get them down to. Um, But they those have been selling. So I don't know if something's going on with at t or if people are again are thinking, this would be a good Christmas gift, like for somebody's man cave, if they love at t or whatever it is, or, or somebody used to work for the company and they'd want this sign. And so things like that have had, you know, several books sell, um, so, some toys that we've picked up in the past have sold. So we're doing pretty good, um, even on things that are used, right? So we've had some used clothing sell. Um, I am noticing, and I talked about it in the last update episode that like there's kind of been an uptick in the in the return requests. Like I went oh, for a, yeah. a while there where there was just none, uh, but I think people, everybody, like money is a finite resource, right? And so people are buying stuff, and then maybe they realize like, hey, Target's doing a Black Friday deal, and I need this new TV. And I just spent sixty bucks on this thing on eBay. I'm gonna send it back, right? Like I don't know why people are sending stuff back, but I'm assuming that could that could be part of it. Uh, but I just think in general, people are willing to spend more money this time of the year they're they're more generous, and it's one of those things where it creates you know we talk about like the the, the you know positive cycles that people get into or like the psychology behind people purchasing things as we've talked through different uh, level up review books that we've done and as people spend money, they get a little bit of a dopamine rush. They're buying something for somebody else. They're already spent money. And so to them, if you've already spent $500, it's like, well, what's what's $30 more for this other thing? Whereas if somebody's being really tight with their budget, spending $30 on something that they haven't budgeted is going to be tough. And so as people spend more money, people are going to spend more money. It's 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 unfortunate for individuals who get stuck in that, that, that pattern, uh, but it's really fortunate for the people who are capitalizing on it right so i
1: I agree with you i'm getting more return requests but i'm getting nice ones Mm. so it's like these are really great shoes they just didn't work out Mm. or this is a really awesome shirt just a little bit too big like Mm. it's weird because usually it's just like doesn't fit too large it's they always have to put that i really like this so what i'm what i'm thinking is going on is i really liked it but my budget i'm not sure i can make this happen but
0: I'm glad I was able to get this thing. Yeah, I've overspent. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I think the subliminal message is. Now it's really nice when people are being nice to you though. Like that that's helpful when, <laughs> I when it's not like a mean speaking of being nice, man, your 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 dome is looking pretty good. All right. So I was going to that. Okay. So
1: obviously we're going to our sponsor, School Shaver, here. And uh Mike and I are it's kind of like we were on the road and we're like, we gotta record this podcast. Yeah. Which is real. A little chilly in the uh in the in the in the studio
0: studio today.
1: So, yeah, here's the thing. So, with my dome, here's what happened. I've been so busy, I did not get a chance to shave. It's still looking pretty close. When was the last time you shaved? Five minutes before the podcast. Oh, nice. Right? So, while I'm texting Mike, I'm running five minutes late. I'm also, with my other hand, using my nifty school shaver, and it took care of it. And I'm telling you, it is on the go. If you're a reseller, and you like that clean dome look, and even the clean face shaven look, getting one of these skull shavers, right? We have the Pitbull Platinum Pro, which is the top one. It's really nice. But so even nice. even the middle of the road is still awesome. So
0: yeah, they, I mean, it's a good company. So whether or not you're getting the, the top one or a middle one, you're getting quality. And you can just tell because they're heavy, they're quality. And it feels good. Like sometimes when you use electric razors, like it, it like snags and grabs and it hurts. Mm-hmm. This, like I like I said before, and I'll say it again, it feels like I'm giving my head a massage, especially when I like <laughs> rub some. Have you said that before? Yeah, you give your head a massage. I, I, I have. I because I, I do. Uh, I do a, a, like a single edge or a double edge razor for my face. It's like old fashioned. So I have like the lather. The, oh wow, the, that is old school. I huh? have the brush that I lather up the. And so I put that on my head, and then oh, it just feels great. It feels like a massage. It like, vibrates while it's going on. I, I just did pick it one up. without any of that. So yeah, so you can go dry. You can go wet. And it still works. And it still works, and and yeah, we love it. So uh, if you want, pick one up or pick up anything from the from the Skull Shaver website, and you will get a nice discount, and let them know that we sent you by using our promo code. So use promo code PURE when you check out. You'll get a, a discount, uh, and yeah, do it. I mean, and again, since we're talking about uh, the holidays, if you've got if you've got a man in your life who's lucky enough to be bald, then uh, well, this who will needs be a- to be reminded that he should go bald? That's right. This would be a great gift.
1: <laughs> All right. So again, that is pure P U R E at Gold Shaver. All right. Also, if you have not been following us on social media, we are Pure So Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We are Pure So Cast on Twitter. We're actually, I'm, I'm starting to put us up on Fleets. You know, what Fleets is. I don't know. I,
0: I'm almost worried that we might be overextending. No, that. no, it's
1: Instagram. It's 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 Twitter's Instagram stories. Oh, which is it? I mean, I'm basically uploading the stories from Instagram on Twitter. It. I just don't understand why. I. I get. I get. You're trying to move into that space, right? And so you know, it's kind of like Instagram with reels right? They're trying to be like TikTok, which by the way, appreciate all of you that found us through TikTok. We're going to start uploading more on TikTok. We've just been super busy with Q4. So I think we're uploading like once a week. So, but hey, we're there. and, And all our Facebook peeps, we love all of you. We know we don't get back to you right away. Really appreciate you all. So on social media now. If you haven't had a chance to check out our domes, uh, we are on YouTube. Make sure to hit that subscribe and that notification in case we ever drop any videos here and there or in case you just want to watch the podcast. And as always, you can uh, give us a call, 619-738-1170. That's 619-738-1170. Or shoot us an email at purusopodcast at gmail.com. That's puristapodcasts at gmail.com. And if you want to say thank you in a monetary way and just let us know you appreciate us, you can sign up for a membership for $5 a month. That's less than a dollar an episode, less than your average Starbucks Vente drink or FRAP, whatever you want to call it for five bucks a month at Buy Coffee dot com slash pure hustle that's buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle
0: yeah and you already noticed i was kind of playing with the uh the buy me a coffee website and there's some pretty cool features in there like we can drop exclusive stuff just to people who are our subscribers or, or who have are members or have donated and so you know we might be able to add like extra little things here and there um we we don't have plans yet of exactly what that's going to look like no, we're because, trying to get to
1: a certain rate right now
0: right so just know though that if you if you're supporting us we really appreciate it, and uh, of course, we'll find ways to to, to thank you uh, for your for your support. Because without your support, there is no PRS podcast.
1: Agreed, agreed. And so we're really grateful. I mean, some people have just signed up for the year like like that without even thinking twice about it. So, thank you so much. And if you're unable to in a monetary way, we always have always appreciate the iTunes reviews. We actually had a pretty awesome review. I want to read this one mm. just because I, I really appreciate you know when people take the time to write these because. You know, you can tell that it was written with, you know, a lot of care and love. So, I wanted, I wanted to share this one because, you know, it, it keeps. Them We're at three fifty five. My hope is 400, 400 by the end of the year. That, that doesn't give us a lot of time, but
0: no. But if if uh, if you're listening right now and you haven't gone onto iTunes and left left us a review, if you go and do that, all of the people will be well above four hundred. So, uh, we appreciate those of you who've taken the time to do that. So
1: Fierce Thrifts. Ooh, I love that I, name.
0: This is this is their fierce. review. It said these
1: guys are the real deal. Give us all five stars. Thank you. It said I've been meaning to write this review for quite a while now. I've been listening to Mike and Orlando for about a year. Their insights have really inspired me in a realistic way to pursue reselling more seriously. Both of them have an educator background and they bring their knowledge through through in that way. Each episode is like its own lesson in reselling. I never thought of it that way. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Explain what has worked for them, but also warn this isn't a one-size-fits-all way to resell. These guys keep it real and don't sugarcoat the difficulties that come with the job. I love that Mike and Orlando can also present similar but different views. Yeah, sometimes it's different. Eloquently put. Uh, It helps to bring more perspective and substance to their discussions instead of seeing their topics from only one side. It's paragraph one. Wow. I have also enjoyed the book reviews. I love hearing those too, that they have done. I have not read any of the books yet, but the lessons about business finances, personal growth have all added in their own ways. I will definitely be going back to and reading some of these books after listening to the old reviews. And by the way, I think we've read 11 books. Oh, that's pretty, right? that's, that's pretty good.
0: That, so if you're, if you're just following along with the pure podcast, uh, you know, listening, think about that. Like, that's you're been a, what, like scholar. A, a little over a year that we've been doing the, uh, the, the level up reviews and you've gone through 11 books. Some people don't read that in multiple years, right? So just by listening, you're you're gleaning lots of information. And
1: they finish with, these guys are here for the right reasons, are not here to sell a course. They are two very genuine people. I highly recommend this podcast if you want to get information about furthering your reselling business or find out if the business is right for you. And I really appreciate that. Uh, You know, I've always pushed since day one, we're not here trying to sell anybody anything. You know, down the road, maybe if you know we have, I don't know, a million followers, we might drop a book to say, hey, this is what we've learned over yeah. the last few years. What do you guys like, want
0: to see in the book? Do you want it to be like a how-to resell, or do you want it to be like a memoir, the life of- and times of Mike and Orlando? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So
1: and A and E, if you're you're listening, you know we're willing to pilot a show with you. You know. So, yeah. So anyways, a memoir. I, I I say I say all that because I really appreciate that you Thank you, Fierce Thrifts, because it means a lot. Because. I've always been about, hey, we're here to document. We're not here to be gurus, right? So I'm willing to, this is why I'm willing to share failures. Like the other day, I posted on Instagram all my uh, Ryan's piggy banks I I picked up. And I said, sometimes you can't lose in Q4 because it's true, right? And it's somebody I commented like, it's very rare for somebody to show an L. And it's true, but I'll show them because. This is the reality I live in. This is the day to day. Somebody else had commented on one of the stories about I had mentioned like five tips for uh, retail arbitrage and Amazon. And somebody said, those were all those were all good. And I said, well, yeah, this is every day. Like, I can only tell you what I know. And they said, well, that's so true. And so I want to let you guys know, like whenever Mike and I share, it doesn't come from a place of necessarily authority, it comes from a place of experience and learning. And we're all learning together. So appreciate all your support in the various ways you're able to do it, whether it's by buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle or the or the iTunes reviews or hitting that subscribe and that like button, whatever way you do, we are grateful. So thank you so much.
0: That's good. How, oh, yeah. how, how have you uh, been experiencing? I was going to ask you about the limits. So you, you talked earlier about limits on, uh, on, on products. Now, when I was at Costco the other day, just buying, so Ooh, we're going ah, through, you
1: oh, we're, oh, I'm not happy with Costco right
0: now. We, we, uh, we're going through like the toilet paper and paper towel craze again. Uh, if you haven't noticed, that's, I don't know if it's nationwide, but we're starting to see it here. And, um, we needed napkins for my son's little. You know, we had a little get together, and we're like, okay, we need some napkins for our house, and we're running low on paper towels. And we went to get paper towels, and they didn't have any. And so we saw a pack of napkins, and we're like, well, who knows? When we're gonna get paper towels, so let's grab two packs of napkins. And we get up to the the register, and they're like, this is limit one per customer. And it's like,
1: what is going on? Oh
0: my goodness! And and I get it. I, I want everybody to be able to get some, but you know, you're seeing that everybody's walking out of Costco with a uh, uh, paper towels in their cart. And I know not everybody in there needs paper towels, but there's that, that feeling of, well, if I don't get paper towels now, who knows when I'm ever going to get it's them not again. Because they're out of Charmin. Yeah, man. The Charmin is good stuff. It's good. It, game changer. Game changer.
1: Thanks to the pandemic. Yeah. I would have never bought Charmin. Anyways. Okay. But I say this because I never thought, so I never share much about Costco because Costco is a really hard place to do any, any RA because their prices are really good. And generally my biggest concern is always getting an, an infringement uh, claim, right? Because a lot of it's private label, a lot of different companies, but I did have a run-in where I had a hundred, over a hundred units of an item. I was right about to put my card to pay and I got approached not by just a store manager, but by like five other people. Like, what was I going to do? That's all I ask. Like, I understand. Maybe I, I look intimidating. Just maybe. I don't think I do because I, I try to smile, but I guess with the mask, you don't see my smile. My eyes don't smile very You got to smile well. with
0: your eyes. Yeah. And you don't because when we take pictures, you, you've got that stone cold look. That is true. I don't know. why it's, it's been like that since birth. So, I show you're, up. You're born with a stone cold look on your stone, face. Yeah. looking hard. All you're the like, time. I don't have my goatee yet, but one day I will. And you <laughs> will recognize.
1: So, okay. So, so I, the lady, the, the manager approaches me and says, I'm sorry, sir. You can't buy those. And I'm like, what do you mean? I can't, you can only buy five. I'm like, what do you mean only five? She's like, only five. And I said, but these aren't essentials these are non-essential these are these, people don't need these items
0: did they have it posted there's no there a limit there's no limit nothing oh that's a bummer cuz yeah i mean that's the thing with 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 a place like costco is we go there all the time and people will like owners of small gas stations and liquor stores and and little restaurants will go in and literally fill up that's the, what I the mean. carts full of like yes. hot dogs and they've got like 30 packs of hot dogs and 20 packs of condiments and and i mean cuz it's literally a place for businesses to go to get supplies for their business i can't mention what the item
1: is but trust me hot dogs were more of an essential than this item
0: well yeah and they put limits sometimes on things that aren't aren't essentials like they'll have limits on shoes or a limit on sale items that they do Uh, but if they didn't have it posted i would be a little frustrated so i've I've
1: bought out tons of costcos and then i went to this one because i know that this one they usually get their shipments in like two weeks later than other store it's kind of weird But I, I, you know, after you go to certain stores, you, you're you able to track when things come in. And I said, well, n- nothing's been posted. I have I have my resale license. I've been buying all the time. I'm good. And she's like, well, unfortunately, you know, due to COVID, we're limiting in quantities. I'm like, we're limiting in quantities. Or are you limited in quantities? Now, I knew I already lost. And this is why I was abrasive. Like, if I thought I had a chance, I think I would have been I would have gone never split the difference mode. And maybe I should have. But I I didn't think I was going to be attracting any flies with honey. I think I would have just been spoiling myself. So, you know, she said, well, no, it's not posted anywhere. I said, well, can I speak to your store manager? And she goes, I am the store manager. I was like, oh, okay. Well, so... This isn't
0: happening. That's when you gotta like fluff them up and be like, "Wow, you run a great store. This yeah, is by far my favorite Costco. I love the way you manage things." And well,
1: I almost should have taken out my picture of me and Bill Senegal when I met him at Costco and I, I shook hands with him and, and had a conversation with him. and Said, "Bill and I are tight.
0: Like, are you sure you want to go down I'm this road? Pull rank on somebody, but uh, yeah.
1: but anyways, so yeah, she just said no. Sorry, she's like, you can buy five, and I'm like." I'm like, no, she's like, you're not going to buy five. I'm like, it's not worth it to me. Like why buy five, which I probably should have bought five, but you know, my ego was hurt My like, God. I was mad. I was upset. So I walked away and I left. So be aware, you know, it's, it's, it's really hit or miss with these because you would think that target would be stopping, but they're not. I, I think, I think if people look good, they'll virtue signal and they'll do it. That's just my thoughts. Yeah, maybe if you were in a suit and tie. Like we I, I about thought him. about that because I literally wasn't a black shirt and a pair of shorts and sandals, you know. So, which is normal San Diego dress. Yeah,
0: and maybe, maybe you know, she was flexing her authority as as a manager. And, and but she brought out work. five people. Like, what was I gonna do? Well, again, what maybe again, do? just like showing, like you know, look, like we can't, we got to tell people, and people are like, well, how, how do we do that? And so she's like, this is how you do it, you know, and just kind of showing off, like <laughs> I want might, people to see that I've got authority. They must have been watching me though.
1: Like I, because I, to me, I mean, I literally had things stacked. It was probably like a ten foot stack of stuff. I mean, I was thinking maybe if I was more incognito, that I would have been on the radar. I, 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 I don't know. I was really bothered, but things like that are always a blessing in disguise because that item, the price has dropped so much that I probably could only make maybe a dollar net profit on each one. So I'm glad I didn't it probably buy. Probably wasn't worth your time. No, it wasn't worth so my then, time. I'm grateful. Know,
0: thank, thank goodness. You should go back and and think her. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for rejecting my ability to
0: buy in a free market. Thank you. I appreciate that. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Hey, everyone. Ever found
1: yourself too busy to list or wanting a scale and not knowing how? Well, we've partnered with a great service called SellHound. They will help you do much of the heavy lifting and can benefit your business in many ways. Sign up for listing services with Sellhound and receive 25% off your first purchase or 25% off your first month of a Sellhound monthly subscription. You can do this by using our promo code, all in caps, PureHustle25. That's the numbers, two, five. By the way, everyone gets three free listings to try out before any purchases. Just go to Cellhound.com and subscribe using our promo code, purehustle 25. So, all right. Hey, I wanted to talk about eBay real quick though, because you had mentioned, this is what I'm noticing about eBay. So I have not been listing. It's been terrible, terrible. Like, remember I had plans. I literally have probably 200 items that I, I dropped some coin on before Q4 that I had planned on listing and I haven't done anything, but, Sales are still coming through and it's it's been weird. So I'll, I will recommend accept offers when they come through, unless it's obnoxious, accept them. Because what I've been noticing is there's like this peak time from, for me from about, I think 7am until 1pm where if I accept offers, it just, I just keep getting like purchases like right after. Now, again, don't know why that's happening. Maybe, you know, somehow randomly within the matrix, it's been programmed for people to buy at different times. I, I, I don't know what's going on, but it's really strange because I'll laugh. I'll look, I'll, 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 I'll tell my son, I said, look, son, I'm going to accept this offer because I'm trying to teach him how to do reselling. Remember that rich dad, poor dad thing where I was going to give him money. Mm-hmm. So I his birthday happened. I give him some coin. I said, now you got a whole year to make as much money as you can with that money to get the car of your dreams. So I'm trying to teach him how to do this reselling stuff. And I said, "You watch, I'm going to accept this offer and within about five, 10 minutes, I'll get another sale. And I've been right. It's been kind of crazy. So, and it's been days that, so Thursday and Friday were crickets. So don't be disappointed if things were crickets for you on eBay Thursday, Friday, right? Because remember, most people are going after the Black Friday deals, right? They're not going, oh, Black Friday, deals! I better get that certified refurbished deal that eBay is giving us right now. I mean, who? Who? I mean, I understand. I appreciate eBay advertising that, but let's be real. Like, how many people in America actually were like, "Forget Walmart, forget Target, certified refurbished on eBay."
0: Yeah, and you can let's tell. Go. You can tell when you go on Amazon. I think Amazon's a good indicator because they have more data probably than any other company uh, on on their their customers, right? On what kinds of things they're buying, what kinds of shows they watch. They they have the pulse on the trends, and when you go to their deals. I scan through their deals and and half the time or more than half the time, I'm like, none of this stuff interests me, right? Like I have a very unique and so occasionally like cool board games I like will go on sale, but most of the sales, I'm like, people buy this stuff, but they know they're putting that stuff on sale because that's the stuff people are buying. So um, if, if, if you're not sure what to be picking up and what kind of stuff is selling now, you know, go through and look at the types of items that are selling on Amazon. What are they putting on sale? What are their big categories? And then recognize that, potentially as we get closer to christmas and those sales start to slow down that if you're selling the used stuff or like you said the certified refurbished the things that people aren't necessarily looking to pick up now people are going to start buying for themselves or again knowing that you know people get christmas money right and so it's sometimes after christmas that beginning part of january when people are starting to buy things for themselves from christmas money that they got so they're going to get the 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 60 pounds of legos that they want to get for their you know, kid that they didn't get for Christmas, but it's like, hey, we've got some extra money, my kid's got some money, let's buy these Legos, and they're gonna get them on eBay. So those types of sales might come in a little bit later, uh, but again, that might inform how you're sourcing now so that you know to capitalize on the stuff people are buying now versus the stuff people are gonna be buying four or five weeks from now.
1: Yeah, and you know, Black Friday is only, remember, Black Friday is only the beginning right? I mean, we've already had, I have, and I've shared this before. I think I've been at the same rate of sales since about November 1st. I, I don't want to, I, I, it wasn't exactly November 1st, but around that time. So the velocity has been there, right? So I, I've been encouraging on Instagram, list everything because everything is selling. I mean, even if I go, let me just go to my recent eBay solds. I mean, it's going to be, I'm sure you have randomness in your recent eBay sold. So Today, I sold an indoor electric automatic. What is this? Some kind of crups. I think it's like a Panini maker or something. So I picked this up for 17 and I sold it for 93 I sold a, a handheld Atari game. I sold a pair of Pendleton shoes. Did you know Pendleton made shoes? Huh. Isn't that weird? For $100, $106. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no fees. By the way, no fees. Remember, I want to share this. I see people that list stuff for ninety-nine ninety-nine that are athletic shoes. Don't do that. Because if you list it for ninety nine ninety nine, it sells, you're paying fees. If you list it for $100, you are not paying fees, right? Just think about that. Pro tip. That's not even a pro tip, but you may not be aware of that, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's been randomness. I mean, I've been selling toys. I sold some uh, random Bakuian toys. Hey, by the way, I want to share about this real quick. So this is the beauty of social media. And this is also the danger of social media. People are still sharing on social media, like retail bolos. And the only reason I know about this Bolo is because I saw it on social media. So Bakugan, do you know what, is that? Am I, am I saying that right? Is it Bakugan? Is it, I don't know. I've, I've never said it out loud. Well, Bakugan, <laughs> I think. Maybe. It sounds more official when Mike says it. But these were... Keep an eye for these. But these were... This is the... I'm just going to throw it out there just on social media. This is the Deka Diamond Drag, Dragonoid Jumbo Transforming Translucent Battle Planet. Yeah. So... That sounds epic. So I saw somebody posted on social media. Now here's the thing. They posted it as if like you couldn't find these anymore. And then lo and behold, I went to a few off price stores and i I found about, it was one per store in all of San Diego. Now I cleaned out all of San Diego, I think, because I, I went back to a stores like two or three more times and, and there was like a $7 pickup and, and they sold for 34 bucks. Not, not bad. But what I'm saying is be careful, right, if you're on social media and sharing your retail because you never know, right, what what market you're killing. You could be killing your own market or you could be killing others' markets, right? And so right now I would say there, I think there's greater scarcity as to what to get. And, and what I mean is this, is that there's all, especially, and I, I think I say this because in California lockdown, like Black Friday was different, right, because stores were different right? I mean, there was long waiting. Did you experience lines though? Did you have to wait outside any store? So I had hmm. to. I li- I, a couple stores, I I, I was out, out there like 15 or 20 minutes. All right. And then it was another 15 or 20 minute line. And that was different about Black Friday. But what I'm saying is it's, it's harder to get access to items. And so if there's less of supply in items and there's a harder access to get items once you share something and that everybody's get going after that one item. So I shared this because I don't, I don't, th- I had to actually somebody DM me on Instagram saying I got a return pallet from Amazon with 25 of these new and sealed. Nice. So, hey, there you go. And we'll talk about it in our update episode about how you can buy pallets off of eBay, which is, I think it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, no, well, maybe, awesome. maybe, maybe. But uh, anyways, I say all this, keep listening. I mean, I, I'm selling shoes. I'm selling, I have a, a possible hustle of the week. stuff is selling, like every, every everything is still selling. And so, don't be discouraged if you know during Black Friday's last two three days, you know it's actually Black Friday weekend. You're like, oh, my eBay sales have been kind of slow. It hasn't been what I thought. It happens every year. I've talked about this before, where I thought Black Friday on eBay was gonna be through the roof sales, but but it's unless you have new with tag items or new in chances are you're not gonna make as much money as if you had newer items. But the sales still come through. It's still the hottest month for eBay in all of, you know, the entire year. And on top of that, this is Q four in a pandemic. So I I'm, I'm thinking like you're talking about how people are tighter with their money. I'm guessing, you know, people are gonna be looking for more secondary goods, right? Yeah. Because secondary money goes a lot further than trying to buy new a new item. Yep.
0: Very true.
1: So anything else you got going on? Anything you want to discuss about Black Friday?
0: No, I was gonna say, um, as we wrap this episode up, do you have any any tips? Cause we are this is dropping the day before Cyber Monday. We're coming close to the beginning of December. What should what should be we be looking for, and not necessarily items, but what should our strategy be? Because it's different now as we're coming closer to Christmas than it was a month ago. All
1: right. So <laughs> I'm not a guru, but again, I speak from experience. So the the one biggest thing you could do if you're selling on eBay, right, or or Amazon, is offer fast shipping. So if you're merchant fulfilled, you know. Make sure that your shipping template. You now, obviously, if you you you're too late to get into the program for nationwide prime, make sure that your shipping is expedited. Now, don't burn yourself because if you do expedited on a Monday and somebody choose the second day air, that may eat up all your profits. But you can get away with doing expedited on a Thursday evening because priority works because it goes into the weekend. Does that make sense? Mm. Right. So if you do it Monday through Thursday, it doesn't. But if you do it Thursday through Monday and an item's supposed to arrive, you can ship priority even if it's second day air because it takes the same amount of time for the item to get there. If you're on eBay, right, make sure you switch your shipping and handling to same day. I wouldn't even do one day. I would do same day if you can. It all depends. You know, we all have every, you know, there's a lot of people that have nine to five jobs and you may not be able to do same day, but. Maybe your cutoff time, maybe your cutoff time is hey, if I know that by 10 a.m. I can get stuff packed if I come home from work and I can get it to the post office, make it at 10 a.m. Because if it's at one, 1 PM, right, maybe you won't be able to because that allows a win allows a window for more sales of items, which you might end up in a bad situation and you might not be able to ship out. So shipping is imperative. If you don't have supplies, <laughs> it's a little late, but get your supplies now. Right, get your don't even have, right when you're listening to a podcast, go on you know wherever you need to go on USPS or on eBay and order the shipping supplies. Actually, eBay shipping supplies sometimes they've been within 24 hours for me.
0: Yeah, we've gotten them pretty quick,
1: right? I mean, the other day, I, I'll share about this in our update uh, episode. I needed boxes and I ordered them Thursday. What is today? Okay, oh, today is Saturday evening. They came in Saturday morning. Nice. Like that was fast. And so now I'm able to do Merchant Fulfilled. So be aware that, hey, by the way, I do hear a lot of people talking about don't send stuff into FBA. I'm not saying do it, but I'm still going to be sending stuff into FBA up until the 10th of December. The reason being is I think Amazon's worked out the kinks. Like, I haven't seen a slowdown in check in times. I've had some items that took a little bit longer, but that's because they all got sent to one place and then they got split up and it took different time to get to different, different fulfillment centers. The other thing is be constantly, you know, if you're doing retail arbitrage, be constantly visiting stores because they're not announcing all their sales, right? So you may have something that might be on a, a sale Monday and it's not on sale on Tuesday and it goes to full price and then that item might be worth money for you to sell so be be aware and I'm a big fan of going inside of stores I know you know if you're in a different place with your health or with covid online arbitrage is safe but remember whenever you order anything online arbitrage for every hour that that item is not in your hands that you can't list that price is dropping every moment pretty much right unless the demand outpaces the supply, you could have stuff drop several dollars by the time you get to it. That's why I'm not a big fan of online arbitrage. I know a lot of people are this year. Have I done any online arbitrage? Nope. I've done zero online arbitrage this year. Zero. And it's paid off because I've been able to get things in hand and I've been able to sell the same day instead of waiting three days. And I get it three days later and I'm losing some money. And the other thing is understand these next two weeks are insanity. So Be willing to put in the work, be willing to put in that hustle. I know Mike and I go back and forth about how much hustle, how much work, but I'm always a big fan of like, hey, if you see the numbers and you're able to take a day or two off of work and you can make it financially viable for you to do that, you may come out better by taking that time to go sourcing and do listing than if you had stayed at your nine to five and waited till after work. But that's up to you. But I've done it before and it's definitely paid off. So keep listening keep going we got a good solid two weeks maybe three weeks who we don't even know all i know is it's been it's been q4 since november 1st it's actually q5 whatever you want to call it so keep hustling and with that being said make sure to be real be relevant and be reselling Late. <laughs>